episode 508 for May 2018. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening song is from the uh, YouTube user, That Viola Kid, that's uh, doing a nice rendition of the Infinity War Spider-Man theme and also the 60s Spider-Man theme mixed together. So good job with that. Check out his YouTube channel, That Viola Kid. Before we get on with our message board Q&A, I want to give some thank yous to people that support this podcast and help it make make it possible each and every month for us to put out an episode. And they do that through our Patreon page. And we have two new Patreon members. We have thank you to Lee and also thank you to Alex for signing up and helping us. And along with uh, those two, I want to give a thank you to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Frederico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura, David, Michael, and Spider-Gwen. If you enjoy this podcast and if you enjoy our daily content on the front page at SpiderManCrawlSpace.com, head to that website and look on the right-hand side for the Patreon button. Also, the Patreon button is at the bottom of every article that you read. So please support us uh, and pay for those expensive bandwidth costs and website hosting that uh, it takes to put 500-plus episodes up on a server for you to download 24 hours a day. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our message board Q&A. Let's introduce who we have on the panel on this episode. We've got Zach. What's going on, sir? It's time to answer the message board questions. I'm so we haven't excited. had one of these in a while. You you have a better mm-hmm. memory than I do for this. Uh, it's been three months, I think. Three months since we've done message board Q&A. There you go. So. Mike, what's going on, Mike? I'm uh, ready to answer these as best as I can, yep. um, if I can. <laughs> there you can. We'll, we'll make some answers. <laughs> our brains brain might be mush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. George, what's going on, George? I don't know what's throwing me off tonight, Joe. What's that? Uh, the fact that I just watched an octogenarian work his core, <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that it's been an all coffee and salad night, which is kind of uh, yeah. If you ha- if you don't know, the previous two episodes have the answers to George George's references. The question mm. is: is will the, will will there be will there be an event later? Uh, mm. we will have to find out if Jr. can bring it yet again. I don't know. Uh, if I don't JR, know what's up, sir? How are you? Well, out of traction and back in action. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there it is. is. But no, no more funny tonight, guys. That was it. Uh, that, so. You you have spent, your, JR spent. A hip replacement was done between episodes. If if you're <laughs> randomly listening to this episode and you haven't heard any others, JR did a J-Lo inspired Spider-Man push or spider, what is it called? Spider-Man push-up? Spider Spider-Man push-up. The only Spider-Man reason we up. did this stupid story was because <laughs> Brad's like, oh, look, Spider- his, his Google hey, alerts. Excuse me. I think you were laughing hysterically. I was. Not yeah. all news has to be serious. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's go to the message board questions. Uh, our first one is from Captain Thwip Thwip. Uh, hey, Carl Spacers. Thanks again for the free Thwip. I have enjoyed and been frustrated with Dan Slott's run on ASM over the last decade. It's had its highs and lows. Does anyone on the panel think going down swinging 
is going to be his greatest achievement on the title, or are we, have we already seen his best? Anyway, thanks again. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to all Sting Spider coming our way. Your pal, Captain Thwip Thwip. I, I'll take this. Here's the thing. We don't. We <laughs> haven't seen the last two two parts of um, Go Down Swinging, so it's really hard for, I, I think, for us to be able to ascertain mm-hmm. if this is his finest hour or not. I think, based on the data we have collectively, I think I speak for most everybody, that his finest hour really was um, Dying Wish. And then uh, uh, no, you're not speaking for me. <laughs> uh, I was going to say superior. Oh yeah, uh, there you go. Going dying wish going into superior that was probably his finest hour. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I would agree with that. So yeah. Anybody else? Does this slot's best is yet to come? As Sinatra say, George, his hand is up. <clears throat> um, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's the the best thing that. Or, or uh, the best. Story. What was the question again? The is the this the best it? slot story, which is coming up? The best slot story, which is the last. His story, gra- which is yeah, his grand. Story. Like, yeah. Is his yeah. best? His last. I don't know if it'll be the lesser, uh, but for a lot of us, it'll be the best because it means he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by kind of by default uh, for a meta reason, maybe. But no, and I, then all the Iron Man and Fantastic Four fans have to suffer now. So. Yeah, <laughs> that, hey, that's their headache. Oh. I, I, I'm, I feel sorry for you people. No, really you know, we, have not, we have not discussed that. What slot is doing? Iron Man and uh, FF. What do you guys think of that? We don't have to discuss it anymore because it I don't. Be I don't problem. think. I don't think. I think the books will not come out on time. Mm-hmm. The dude couldn't do twice. Silver Surfer, five, yeah. Twice a month, Spider Man and, and and Silver Surfer. You, uh, you, you don't think he has the built-in Spider audience that will pay even when they're ticked? No, what I'm <laughs> saying is, is I don't think that he has enough gas in the tank each month to get the stupid stories out because he's mm-hmm. too arguing with people on Twitter. No, well, he, he well he, he has. That's he's true. Positive. That's true. We we actually yeah. got competent storytelling this month because he was yeah because he was off Twitter basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I repeat my statement then. Um, I, I need. I want to interrupt uh, just yeah. real quickly here because it's been a running debate. I have the source. Who was Spider Man's best man? Well, Peter in the annual Peter visits Flash in the hospital, and since you're going to be released tomorrow, well, I'd like you to be my best man. Mm. And Flash Ooh. said, hey, I heard you and MJ were finally tying the knot. I'd be honored, pal. Truly honored. Wow. So that, uh, that's, that's, that's the answer, folks. Flash was the best man. So Harry Somebody was up there. Bro, you were right. So, so yep. he, uh, Harry was up there, though. He was a groomsman. There. Harry was there, yeah. But yeah. Flash mm-hmm. was uh, he well, asked me. I'll be. That's funny. Uh, think about how, how far they came. They went from being bitter enemies to he's, he's the best man in his wedding. Yep. <laughs> Again, this is a reference from a previous podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. The other question is from Mast Guy from Fresno, California. To everyone, since Storm and Norman Osborn is currently the focus in both of the story arcs occurring in amazing and spectacular titles, what are your favorite and least favorite Green Goblin stories? Try not to name 20 of them, JR. <laughs> I doubt JR has 20 favorite Goblin stories. No. I really don't. No. no. Real quick here, number one, Peter Parker, number seventy-five. When Norman comes back, that was just—I uh, yeah. thought that was great. I like that one Sli- too, Jr. Sli- well, <laughs> yeah, because the clones died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Powdered sugar. Yeah, we'll get that. <laughs> you know, flour, flour. Uh, no, uh, number two, spectacular Spider-Man. Number two, the the original magazine where mm. it's just Spider-Man and the Green Goblin. You know, and uh, number three, uh, actually, I like Citizen Osborne. 
no. uh, which was spectacular 250. Uh, the worst, uh, I did a gathering of five and final chapters pretty well in the turd bowl all by itself. Um, but Goblin Nation was a huge, huge disappointment. And Norman was just written completely wrong. I mean, it, uh, it's like it, it, before you knew it was truly Norman, it didn't sound like Norman. So anyway, so, that, so that's, that's it. JR, where do you rank uh, Goblins at the Gate? I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I just was trying to, I was trying to limit it to under 20. Um, you know, that was a good one. Uh, 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 death in the family was a good one. Uh, but you know, uh, the top three off the, these three off the top of my head, they're the ones I keep going back to. If I want to re- read a good goblin story. What but, about Revenge of the Green Goblin? The, uh, the one with Mackie and Jenkins. Oh, are you, Oh, you're talking about the, uh, the, the continuation of the Stern miniseries. Yeah. Where the, where, it wasn't one of my favorites. It was okay. It, Is it that the one, one with the toothpaste? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then the psychological torture and stuff. So uh, it, I wouldn't say it was a favorite of mine. What's one that's not well-known JR that you love? A goblin story. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would say that, uh, Honestly, I mean, how many people have read the uh, the original Spectacular number two? I mean, hmm. that that right. thing's over. That thing's over. That thing's going on fifty years old now. So I doubt a lot. Of, <laughs> yep. I passed that mark a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, I mean, Citizen Osborne and uh, number two fifty isn't mentioned a whole lot. Although one of your uh, columnists made it a, 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 an overlooked gem or something like that. Right. So, right. Oh, what about the ones that did not have the Comics Code Authority? The one with the oh the drug, drug issues. The drug issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I think I think they they you know they're important because of the subject matter, but it it's a pretty standard you know Green Goblin. Norman remembers Norman mm. and Peter fight, and then Norman forgets again. You know, so okay. You know, I I, I think um, um, that Citizen Osborne story probably would be my favorite, uh, followed by Peter Parker Spider-Man seventy-five. I think you don't have the, them one without the other, obviously. Um, but getting back to that uh, spectacular Spider-Man two or uh, the magazine uh, magazine yeah or two, um, that was incredibly well immortalized in the Turning Point episode of the uh, '90s animated series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, a lot of that was adapted in that particular episode, and so um, that's always been one of my fa- that's some of my favorite scenes of that entire show. Where mm-hmm. Norman is that magnificent bastard, where he's like. Yes, you have to tell us more about how you get those fantastic photos of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, Frontier to the gang with Dan Slott's run coming to an end. Diversive as it is, what would divisive, you say? Divisive, I think you meant. Oh, sorry, divisive. Zach, I think your wire is loose a little bit. Yeah, Zach, you're, you're getting feedback. I, I'm getting a lot of feedback from you. Mm-hmm. To the gang, with Dan Slott's run coming to an end, divisive as it is, what would you say were your favorite stories from his run? Not counting something easy like Renew Your Vows or even using Superior as a blanket answer for the whole slew of stories. Anybody have one that, that's not those two? I don't. Um, I couldn't think of one. Actually, I mean, if you're talking about maybe, um, I think we mentioned it earlier, I mean, that first part of Dying Wish um, – Essentially, mainly because it was just such a, you know, the way the twist involved in that at the end. I mean, I don't think anyone, I mean, reading at the time, I don't think people really saw that coming, the way the way it was structured. There was one that was, person that saw it coming. He's no I one. know there was one person who did see it coming. Are you sure. talking ASM 600? Uh, no, not, no, it was actually ASM 598. 
Six ninety. Oh, okay. Six ninety eight. You know, I yeah, gave six hundred an A yeah. back what ten yeah, years ago. I, yeah. I liked six hundred. I did. Yeah, six hundred was all right. Um, although Mainly it did Jim, involve John a certain Junior. Yeah, Jay, I don't you know. know that that John Romita Junior. I look on it now, and it's nowhere near the level of what it what his artwork was before. And I remember that was such a rush job too. <laughs> to finish that up. That um. There was another part. I think. Um, I think it was six fifty five, um, and not the second, not the one, not the issue that came after that, because it was part of that no one dies thing. But the way, may, but mainly that was partly because of the Marcos Martin art in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like a lot of it was those half of it was those, those silent panels and the way it was, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that was pretty well. That was actually pretty decent too. I like uh, the Johnny tribute issue. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, basically, what what is what does Johnny Storm mean to, mean to Peter? Right. I like that one. What was your favorite issue where he wrote Mary Jane? <laughs> uh, probably Spider Island. Spider I, was, I was being Spider sarcastic. I- yeah. <laughs> um, Spider Island. Um, really? Okay. I, I, that where was, she got powers? Okay. The, yeah. the, the, the moment where she, she kind of looks at Peter and like, I, I now kind of understand what it's like now. Um, uh, it was basic, but it was basically a big giant um, tease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in hindsight, in hindsight, but you know, yeah. whatever. George, do you have one besides Superior? <laughs> That's, what I That's what we thought. Yeah. Oh, Brad Douglas, oh, you you trickster. Jr., oh. you got one that we haven't named. Tried to think of one, but no. Wait a minute. Here's another one. What about the issue where Carly Cooper finally dumps Peter Parker? And um, that was yeah. well, that was well drawn by uh, Stefano Caselli. It's got Carly Cooper in it by, by with a tattoo. By by default, it sucks. <laughs> Unless right. it's a, if it's a Corey, if it's a Carly Cooper story where she dies. And okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, you know what, best story ever made. Okay, well, um, there was a one where she got turned into where she did get turned into a goblin. And got basically got goblin. Okay, okay, let's like, walk those steps back. If <laughs> Carly Cooper dies. Not okay. Something else all right, all right. Schematic. So let's move on to the next question. Jolly, okay. Jovial, Jonas, location, Star Labs. Hey, everyone. Ha- hope you're having a good week. On to my question to the gang: What do you think, or who do you think is going to die in Avengers: Infinity War? And George, what will your reaction be if it's Uncle Tony Stark? Thanks for the Stark. awesomeness each month. He's oh, already answered the uh, Uncle Tony Stark question. Yeah, but I mean, you know, not on this episode. Not, he has not on this episode. So, uh, you know. Okay. I'm sorry. Unless, unless, unless Zach doesn't want me to answer it. Unless I can't talk to the people who are asking me questions now. <laughs> the fans have demanded George's. Yeah, if George. this gate is suddenly shut to me, uh, the ability to communicate with people who are asking us things. <laughs> George, you, you go first. Uh, no, the um, well, thanks. Since it's asking <laughs> George, um, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. If it's if it's Tony uh, Tony Stark, I'll, I'll plots. I really and truly want MCU Tony Stark dead now and out of the, I, I, I sincerely do. And w- when I went to go see Ready Player One today, uh, they ran the Avengers uh, Infinity trailer, and I was like, oh, Christ, I'm going to have to sit through that, you know, that horrible spider costume again. And uh, and it reminded me how painful it is, like in that one scene where you got Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, and then they have a goofy exchange. And I'm like, you don't like that exchange. I, I'm like, Brad, I, I laughed. I know you did. You would laugh if they just made fart noises at each other. 
Oh. JR laughs because it's true and he knows what I'm talking it's about. It's two Ditko create, co-creation. I, I know it is, but they're not talking like that. They're, 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 the dialogue is goofy. Oh, what's your name? Oh, ho, ho, what's your name? Oh, well, well, since we're using code names. No, that's my real name. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Go straight to hell. All right. Anyway, what, when did Spider-Man go, get on Hee Haw? What was As soon as he started showing up in the damn MCU. Okay, here, it's like Spider-Man just popped out of the cornfield. I mean, so while I'm watching this and I'm thinking, my God, my God, you know, I if if they just kill off Tony Stark, if Tony Stark can be dead so that he cannot be in in, in Homecoming two or Spider-Man two or whatever the f they're going to name it, um, you know. Although I, I here's the thing, I don't want him to be killed, and then for Spider-Man to go through all of Homecoming two, going, oh my God, I have to live up to this guy that's dead. Up, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh. no, yeah, he's. Oh. I, I really want to take you aside and slap you, kid. He's sure. he, Tony will be the replacement Uncle Ben then. So yeah. uh, I remember yeah. oh. uh, as an aside, I remember that uh, that Michael Bailey used to refer to Jr. as Walter from Jeff Dunham. I think that that title has officially been passed to, to Berryman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing is I don't well the, to, to go to the question. I think um, I don't think Tony or it, or Cap or whoever is going to die in. Um, Avengers Infinity War. If anything, they either one of those major ones will be in the fourth one. Um, I Vision think is de- Vision's definitely going to bite it. Um, that's totally coming. Um, I, I also think I think one of I think either Gamora or Nebula will be also be killed too. No, I, I think no. Hawkeye's dead. Should, I, think, should. I think Hawkeye Hawkeye dies early in the film, and that's why we haven't seen Jeremy Renner in. Mm. Oh, that's all right, yeah. six 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 and a half from Southern California. Hey, everyone, we've all had the debates about where each of Spider-Man's villains rank. But in a more broad sense, what do you think each marks the difference between a C, B, and an A-list villain? Is it their stories, their design, their potential, and where do your personal favorite villains fall? Thank you. What makes an A, B, and a C villain, JR? Uh, <laughs> well... We, we've talked about this a lot of times. I don't know that I'm the best person to a- answer it, uh, but, um, you know, an A-villain, you know, the A-villains are Norman, uh, Doc Ock, and uh, Venom, and with, again, it's like, uh, some, so there's something personal involved with Norman and Peter. It's very personal. Doc Ock, they're, they're, both of them are kind of variations of the man Peter could have been, and Venom is, like I say, Venom is just the master of disaster. You can't stop him. He just keeps coming when he's written right uh i always you know so that that is just really quick and and, inadequate b villains i figure are the rest of the ditko lineup and then the c villains are like the various straw men that just show up to get to get beaten you know so boomerang for example you know but you know it would be a c villain but you know like bisterio uh electro they're, uh, they're, those guys are B villains. Their uh, alter egos generally don't impact Peter's life personally. Mm-hmm. I there's think a, there's a there's another scale here too to consider. Uh, if they're clone related, that by <laughs> definition is a C villain. Uh, clones themselves are C list uh, creations. Actually, D or E maybe. Um, if they are related to the Ultimate Universe, I would say that that's a, a C list. Uh, if their uh, if their names uh, begin with an M and start with an N and actually sound <laughs> like Morlin, um, yeah, they're they're going to be a, a C lister. Wow. Um, I would also add like uh, one of those, you know, below the C list list would be something like say. Mar- um, no, like freak, 
Mm. Or uh, yeah. or something like that. I think the uh, C-list, day. C-list, C-list are, are are characters. I think which probably people think are kind of ridiculous, but have a certain sense of charm, like uh, the Spot, for mm-hmm. instance. He's a or, C. Uh, I'd say yeah, he's a C. or um, I even put somebody or like even something like you know maybe um, I put the Hypno Hustler in that category, even though he has a, as a C villain. I mean, yeah, he's stupid, but at the same time, he's fun. It's kind of a fun. I know. Now, yeah. where would we put Stegron? A D- anything, anything, anything D- that's anything F- that's G. Okay. <laughs> now that we're done listening to the ignorant, uh, when, <laughs> any, anytime you have any, anytime you have anything that's like part dinosaur, that's always A. That's always going to be an A list. A for ass. Dinos, dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur is definitely A list. Ste- uh, swarm. Uh, oh. No, she. Uh, swarm. I, I would make uh, swarms a B. Come on. He's oh. the aggregate. He's the aggregate. What man, great, dude. What great swarm stories have ever been told? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The first Spider-Man story he was in, Brad Douglas. The first, uh, the first Friday night fight we ever did was that not epic? I, 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 the Nazi scientist covered in bees, dude. I'll how was back. how was that? How was that anything below a bee? <laughs> One bee. Get it? Anything below a bee? Oh, oh a bee. Uh, I get it. Uh, how did you okay. finish that, Douglas? I should. Here, the pun man should have got okay. it. Okay. Here's here's the here's the real kicker here. Okay. Uh, what about Judas Traveler? He's a Z. He's okay. He's not even a clone guy. Even the clone guy list. He is a Z list villain. When I when I am saying that as the clone fan, you know it's that. Matt Bird wants to know where the Grizzly ranks. Which one? There was more than one. I agree. Okay, I never gave mine. Everybody else got to give theirs. I would. I would. Shut up, George. Um, I would list uh, strap in for an eighth graders take. (laughs) Oh, come on now. (laughs) I would give uh, Norman, Harry, um, Roddy, and uh, McFarland, Venom, um, those guys, and Doc Ock, the the A list. Ooh. Um, Oh, go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Uh, B-list for me would be um, Shocker and Electro and Sandman. Um, C-list would be the guys like Boomerang and, and, and um, oh, Tombstone probably would be a C-list, even though I enjoy Tombstone. Um, and no, then, Tombstone's higher than that, I think. But uh, uh, Hornacek has a good question. Is the burglar A? I think without the burglar, you don't have Spider-Man, so I think he's an A. That doesn't, that, no, that doesn't make him an A. No. No, Stop. no, 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 no. Oh, I, I disagree. You, it's not an A-list villain is one that impacts the hero the most. No, but no, yeah, yeah, but, but it's also got to be recurring too. Brad. Yeah, he's constantly reminded of the burglar's no, failure. No, 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 no you're no, Brad. Brad, Brad I've lost you all on that. No. Now, no. wait a minute, though. But that's you, a, you, oh, Mike. Are you coming to my side? No, but no. The, but that actually brings up me to a very interesting point: is that you could argue that Craven the Hunter. And his last story kind of did that. So did he? What? Because for a while he was kind of a B, but did he become an A from that story? So he's kind of on the not from one story now. Not no. Not from one story. Okay, but was, it, it elevated him probably from a C to a B. I, I, would, would, I don't think it elevated. I think he was always just a B. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll also say, here's the thing about the burglar. The burglar is a force of nature more so than an actual villain. Mm-hmm. It's not a. It's a. 
it's not a physical threat to Spider-Man. It's an emotional threat to Spider-Man. It's a plot point. It's a yeah, it really a is a point. point. Oh, it's not I, a, it's a plot not, point. It's not a character. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree. Okay, uh, let's see that You're Cody Wright. Uh, Cody, <laughs> hang on, wait a minute. Say yeah. his name again. That Cody Wright. Cody. Okay. All right. Yeah, never mind. Hey, fellas, I always loved watching, listening to the podcast, and look forward to each and every new episode. And honesty, it's honestly gotten to the point where I can't envision a life without y'all's quips, or should I say thwips, over Spider-Man. As a precaution, do you have any backup plans for when a panelist leaves or takes the final bow? <laughs> Hopefully not JR or George. Everybody else. <laughs> basically what he's so, saying. Everybody so. else can go straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Here, we'll answer that question before we get to his other ones. Do I have plans for when people die? Uh, no, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I, I haven't written my will yet. That's not what he said. He said for when the panelist leaves. Oh, no, he did say that. He said die, man. I don't. It's dark. It's very dark. This escalated quickly. That did escalate. Yeah. Especially since it was well, from the last pod, uh, last episode. Yeah, we did, well, we well I, about, I, yeah. for the first time in, in – uh, 10 plus years, I thought I was going to witness a death uh, in, a, in a recording <laughs> with JR doing a spider sit-up or whatever it was. It was a push-up, oh, It was a push-up, for God's sake. I saw the Grim Reaper back in the corner on JR's <laughs> freaking punch. He freaking punched, smoking I, a cigarette. I, I think uh, JR is irreplaceable. You can never have a spider Yoda like JR if he does decide no. to go to the great beyond. <laughs> well, look, no. I, I, I think... Um, this show in in its in its ten year history has proven that it is adaptable and malleable. It doesn't matter if you know j r or George or as long as Brad is willing to do it mm-hmm. and there are willing participants that are willing to bring and contribute to it the you show make it sound like an orgy <laughs> <laughs> as long- George, he was being really nice to me, and you just took a big fart. <laughs> and at least there wasn't a popcorn fart. No, God, not that one again. That's like kryptonite. Well, thank you, Zach. And no, I, I mean, yeah. really, because, I mean, seriously, we've had, I think, what, 11 or 12 different panelists over the years and, and that mm. have come and gone for various reasons. And, uh, hell, I mean, George and I both have left and came back. Mm. Um I'm the only one that stuck around. Me and Jr. Jr. <laughs> yeah, Brad have actually appeared on the most episodes concurrently. Uh, yeah. Brad, Brad. Now there, there there is no show without Brad. The rest of us yeah. are well, but Brad is not. Well, we've already established that we're going to replace Jr. with Spencer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've already established that. We've all. I mean, it, it's common knowledge, and it's clear is that there is no replacement for me. <laughs> There's absolutely no replacement. For me no, no. You are. I, you I, are I, truly I, one of. I have a couple of ideas who uh, who who Brad would uh, would would fill the space in, uh, but I mean, no one can obviously replace me. I'm I'm just that good. <laughs> Josh Nelson says Jr. will probably only last to the end of the week, so you better get started, Brad. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, your other question, which you're only supposed to have one, but you snuck a second one in there, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, does anyone remember their first Spider-Man related memorabilia? Thanks again for the laughs and keep going strong. P.S. Bonus points for Brad. If you can say my last name right, which is <laughs> right. Hey, I got it. What'd you say? Right. No. If you can say it, it's a hyphenated last name. What is it, Brad? Oh, it's uh, Cody Wright. No. What is it? It's right there in the post. Oh, Thanks, Co- Cody. Cody Schuler Wright. Is that Cody right? Skyler. 
Skyler. So, nope, no extra points for me. Uh, Cody Skyler, right. I messed it up. Okay, first Spider-Man memorabilia. Where does, where does Wonder Woman live? Uh, up your... Okay. <laughs> George, what's your first Spider-Man? Oh, Zach is getting his first Spider-Man movie. What's my... Uh, yeah, Zach's got to put uh, like some yeah. flippers on what, or something. What, <laughs> what's your first memorabilia, George? What do you remember? The first... The, the toys count? Yes, yes. That's memorabilia. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, the toys count if you're a child and you're actively playing the shit out of the toy. Or is this like a suit, like a, like something that you put on a shelf and you're like, no, we must have never touched that, and the light of the sun can never see it. Um, I'm gonna go get a prop. No, the uh, the the first Spider-Man toy I ever had was a uh, was Amigo Spider-Man, uh, and also on the same day I got that, and I made this a Jeopardy question one year. I got this thing that came with like like webbing in a tube. And it had like a little yellow plastic Spider-Man and a little uh, yellow plastic um, goblin and and I and Mary Jane and I think an Aunt May. And you could use the tube to make your own webbing, mm. you know. And I used to like on my on my grandparents' fence all the damn time, uh, like their chain link fence. And then you could stick the figures on there. Mm. And I actually this was I, I forget I think it was year before last. This was a Jeopardy question. Yeah. Um. And Brad is walking out because he's got to get his memorabilia. Yeah, Brad's uh, done. Yep. He's like, he's looking, he's looking. Does he, can he find it? Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, this is not quite my first. Um, oh, okay. Is Zach pulling up his first? Yeah, uh, I'm, but I have the, uh, I have the Amazon listing for it. Uh, I have it in a box. It's just not. I don't have it readily available. But this is this is one of my first. This is my. Um, no, it's '90s Spidey. '90s Spidey, and he. Uh, Here's your favorite wall crawler. He talks. No. <laughs> and so I got this from my great grandmother. It was one of the few things that I was That's able cool. to remember that I got from my great grandmother. But my very first one was the uh, Spidey. Animated series where he has both his hands like this. Oh yeah, I remember that. I've got that figure, and uh, that was my very first action figure. That's cool. My what? Oh, go ahead, Zach. Uh, to to bring up current modern action figures, I don't know if you can see this. This is my daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, here. Let me pull, pull pull it back a little bit. Yeah, let me let me let me let you pull it up full screen. I got you on full screen. Go ahead. All right. So there's my daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's holding a Spider-Man figure. And that is what I gave her last time she was in town. Oh. She wanted a Spider-Man figure. That's sweet. And so uh, I gave her one of my old ones. So That's awesome. I gave well, her two of them, but one of them somehow flew out the window. So we ooh. <laughs> that, Spider-Man just it, it dented a windshield probably if it threw out the one. Yeah. Mike, do you remember your first uh, um, like George, I had some I had some old Mego uh, Spider. I had a Mego Spider Man doll, along with an Incredible Hulk one, mm-hmm. and also some. Um, um, I also had uh, interesting enough. I also had some Batman, you know, Batman Superman thing and stuff like that. Wonder Woman and everything. Um, so that was probably in terms of toy things. Um, what about? Um, I mean, if we're talking about memorabilia, I don't know how widespread we're going to talk about memorabilia. What if it's something that was homemade? Sure. Okay. When I was about maybe five years old, my mom actually made me a homemade Spider-Man costume for Halloween. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, it had all the eye holes and everything and all that it stuff. It probably but, looked better than the plastic bag that you used to. Oh have. yeah, this was. But the yeah. thing is about the thing, but the problem with it, it was all. Cl- it was basically cotton. Mm. And living in and living in Southern California, wearing a <laughs> a cotton mask over top, oh, and you're, you're, it was like, yeah, it you you just sweat like a hog in that. Did thing, she do but, all the web designs on the? Front? Yeah, she oh, did the wow. whole thing. She actually with the with the felt tip marker pen and did, oh. did the whole. You, do you have a picture of that? I don't. I wish oh, I did. Awesome. I should actually have. To, I I should have to try to dig it out somewhere. You that'd know, be so I, cool. I, yeah, it, yeah it, but did, yeah. Did Jr. answer while I was gone? No, he hasn't. Oh, okay. Because I, I think Jr. may have the most interesting uh, Spider mm-hmm. memorabilia, if I recall correctly. Okay, let's go to Jr. What do you got? I, you know, I actually I don't know that I have the most interesting, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, the first Spider-Man I was try- racking my brain. I was going to go. I think I still have it, but it was a a plastic mold. Pla- well, not a mold, but just a. Pl- plastic of spider-man he was completely blue i got it at like the five and dime store it was the first thing i'd ever saw he's he's got his arms up he's got web pits mm-hmm. and he's you can see his eyes through his uh his mask but it was just a solid blue figure of oh. plastic um and then there was the uh i think maybe the spider-man color form set oh yeah um those are the oldest things that i remember yeah. you, okay those were those were different than i oh the oldest okay now i understand because i was i was thinking of when you told us uh uh like it was like your seventh or eighth uh colonoscopy uh how you had them uh you had them brand uh your lower intestine on the inside with like the spidey mask the spidey <laughs> uh, no that was uh that was my butt cheek uh <laughs> my bad my bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got, I got Spidey, one which is cheek. a bit firmer since that last exercise. <laughs> I, I got Spidey on one butt cheek and the Goblin on the other. Here, I'll show you. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> George, what's your first Spider-Man collectible? I, I answered it while you were uh, you are, gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, my first, I'm going to do visuals. This is the one that I played with the most, the Mego Spidey. That's yeah. what I. That was what I, uh, I, I. Every time I see the Mego Spidey, though, I think of t- Twisted Toy Fair Theater. Every- exactly. Mm-hmm. The rubber, the rubber bands in this thing were so flimsy that it just, just fell apart so easily. This I remember, and I've been buying my childhood again. I bought this last summer. Remember these? Remember Underoos? Oh yeah. This is the original Underoos from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever wear these? Uh, no, <laughs> they were thirty-seven years old when the Underoos came out, Brad. <laughs> only, only Brad they had the adult doesn't size this, version. Doesn't of those, this look yeah. like Zach as a child? Like, look at that! that oh Christ! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what? Okay. No, no, I that's not. No, okay. Oh, no, yeah. So, so along with those two items, that was more seventies play. That looks like Zach now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I still have these. This is what I played with in the eighties a lot. Oh, the secret, the, the the secret war Spideys. Yeah, I had the red suit. I had just the black suit one though, which was uh, and these, have these dumb shields that came with oh, it. Yeah, yeah, those, those were so were dumb. Those shields were stupid. They, they were well because they had they had to have like oh we can see stuff. Sure, what sucked about that was that Captain America didn't come with a shield except for the stupid one. But Wolverine yeah. came with claws. By God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. And first of all, yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. there was a daredevil figure for reasons, even though his his red ass wasn't even in there. Is there? Oh, and, no. Fa- yeah. and Falcon and Baron Zemo uh, and, and the uh, uh, Hobgoblin. They did one too. Of that. I could yeah. never find the Hobgoblin. I looked for that one. I couldn't ever. either. I had a Hobgoblin. I mean, by you the did? way, yeah. By the way, yeah, Zach. Jr. looks hysterical using having to use a flashlight. Look at Jr. back in the back in the spider cave. What is he <laughs> looking for? They're like X Files in it. Yeah, I hear the X Files theme going on. Du, du, du. All right, anyway. YouTubers, what is Jr. doing in this video? The truth oh, is out there. If you listen to this audio version, Jr. has left his computer. He is in the back of his basement with a flashlight, looking for something. YouTubers, what is he looking for? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Jay- okay, he's getting ready to put his headset on. What in the world were you looking for? Actually, I was trying to find that figure that I was talking about. Oh, you still have it? I'm pretty sure I do. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, we were we were we were referring to you. We were we were thinking you were X Filesing it. You look like Mulder back there with a flashlight no, looking got, for a clue. I got I got I got all kinds. Of, I got. Four cabinets full of various memorabilia. One's all Star Trek. One's baseball cards. One's all Spider-Man uh, oh, and, and the Green funny. Goblin. And the other's just miscellaneous. Werewolf said JR has jo- Jonah tied up back there. <laughs> when, when, when JR, when no, JR says, that weird. When JR says baseball cards, he hard narcotics. That's funny. Okay, that was a good question. I like that one. That was really good. <laughs> Somebody, Hornacek said that the uh, underoos more, looked more like Ashley than Zach. Probably because... Oh, that's funny. Far more hair than I was I. just going with the blonde hair. That's how yeah. Zach goes to bed yeah. every night in a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, well, that was an interesting thing no, that came in on. <laughs> Alistair, according to this image, and he gave us a link to the image, which is from, I think, the White Tiger uh, miniseries. Uh, yeah, number White Tiger three. number yeah. three. Peter Parker hates Star Wars. Now, assuming this is a genuine and not a quip, he is being fired at by lasers. After all, why would he hate Star Wars? For reference, this comic was published in 2013, a full two years before the Force Awakens was released in theaters. In case the above image has already been answered, which BND brain test writer would you have picked to get the solo job on Amazing, knowing the depths to which Dan Slott would plunge? George is exempt. <laughs> <laughs> so i remember in like a marvel team up or something he took uh, Jane well, to star wars <sighs> bless you I'm sorry. go ahead mike mm-hmm. well i was gonna say that there's there i think uh, well there are two kinds of fans there are star wars fans and there are star trek fans and and there's there no- are a certain type of what you kind of cut out there for a second, oh. Zach? Mute your mic. But I was just going to say that Spider-Man. I'm yeah. losing Mike. I'm losing. Okay, Mike. I was going to say that Spider-Man. That Spider-Man, since he's kind of one of those science. Oh, I'm. Are you losing my voice? You're, you're back. Your Hold internet's on. bugging out. Hold on. Can you hear me? <sighs> yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There's. Spider-Man I know it just bugged out real quick. Star but, Trek um, fans gonna, and Star Wars. Okay, so I was going to say. No, they're, they're, what. There's Star, there's Star Star Trek fans, and then there's Star Wars fans. And Star Trek fans, I'm sure Jr. can attest to this, tend to be a little bit more science oriented than the Star Wars fans are. Mm-hmm. 
There is no science because there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of there's a lot of scientists who kind of like no star science and Star Trek. Yeah, I said never mind. Yeah, we're we're, you know, we're, yeah, we're losing Mike more, left and right. Yeah, uh, let, I mean, let's I move. Let's move lot, on. I, I, we can barely guy. understand Mike. Oh, he's I'm really sorry. getting. Yeah. He's really uh, getting bad. But before we go on, I want to congratulate Vinkman. Yeah. Uh, Vinkman says, "Jr. That's the Marks M A R X Spider-Man figure." And so I went and Googled it, and certainly it is true. Oh, so if you actually, yeah, if you actually Google that, there's like a and it bring up the images, and I didn't realize there were all kinds of colors, but uh, I had the, I had the blue one. Dude, Vinkman uh, is, Vinkman has brought up really cool stuff in chat before. Mm-hmm. That, that's late '60s memorabilia, if I remember correctly, isn't uh, it? it it's it's like I said, it was the the five and dime store in Petersburg, Indiana. That's the only time I ever saw one. Yeah, um, but uh, it, I've still got it somewhere. I'll have to I'll have to look for it sometime. But but that's, that's cool. what it is. Vinkman, thank you very much. Yeah, Vinkman, that's yeah. very good. By the way, those that are uh, watching this after the fact, after we do the live stream now, all of the uh, YouTube chats are now um, available to see. Usually, they were deleted yeah. after the uh, show was I, posted. I like that. So now they're all able, available to so, see. So why why would why would Spider Man hate Star Wars? I guess I don't think we answered that. Well, he, he wouldn't. It's just a writer. Yeah, just having fun. He was just making. Do you do you Jr. Remember him taking Mary Jane to see Star Wars? I remember that like on a marquee. I don't remember it. I know he he and Flash and Harry all went to see the first Star Trek movie. Oh, maybe uh, that's it. Maybe but, that. Uh, I I think Spider Spider Man was just you know he just was mouthing off. I mean he's you know he's always running his mouth and you know he, maybe that's something that occurred to him mm-hmm. to say that he hated Star Wars. But mm-hmm. um, you know it's funny. I used to think being a Star Trek fan, I used to they I used to always say well Star Trek was more science oriented ended and star wars was more fantasy i believe that for a while but then mm-hmm. i realized that when you think about it the transporter <laughs> the transporter's up there with magic like harry potter i mean you know it's it's mm-hmm. well, like, jr they're at a mo- they're at a, a point in technology mm-hmm. now where they can actually teleport light rays yeah but as far as human beings though it's, no, i mean they're, they're, they're for, i mean yeah it's not gonna happen tomorrow mm-hmm. i'm just saying mm-hmm. that that is stuff that's being researched. Yeah. I never heard of that. They, are, they are at a certain level with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of the Star Trek tech has come to pass. The iPhone, the pe- yeah. tablet. Mm. Yeah, I, I, know. I, I know. It's just the hypos. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I think the way people, I think though the way people, when people say that, yeah. the, people, Star Trek fans who like to look down on Star Wars, and that's the argument they use. Well, Star Trek is more science oriented and Star Wars is more fantasy, you know, and I used to buy it, but I, I don't subscribe to that anymore because I just, I just thought it was Star Trek. I just think it's Star Trek fans being condescending. Hey, Jr. Because um, we've mentioned this before, you know the fact that Mike and I, you know, we play D and D together, and I play a mm-hmm. lot of D and D. There's a Star Trek Adventures role playing game mm-hmm. that just came out at the end of last year, and I have the rule book, yeah. and I actually found a group uh, that needed a player, and I joined them this week, and I'm I'm playing my first game Tuesday, and I'm the science officer, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to just making crap up and making it sound kind of good like ionization eps condo <laughs> whatever the hell i can pull out of my ass mm-hmm. <laughs> i've got a couple of those old games from the <laughs> those old role-playing games yeah that's funny okay let's see yeah. we've got big al mm-hmm. george time to get your friday night fights hat on if there was a battle royale between the 1970s nicholas hammond tv show spidey the Raimi trilogy spidey the web movie spidey and the mcu spidey how would things play out now for the f- sake of fairness let's say each spider-man 
only has their natural powers plus web shooters. So no symbiotes or Stark suits. Oh, that's a, that's uh, a good one. Uh, I, well, I was about to say uh, immediately uh, scratch uh, the MCU mm-hmm. Spider-Man off the list. He was defeated by a Stark parachute. Um, <laughs> the uh, again, you know, because we answered something similar to this, uh, I think, like last year, where it was like, where do you where do you rank the movie Spider-Man and in, and in, in, in a in a Friday night fight? And I said uh, I look at at the ones that have fought like the widest variety of villains. And, 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 you know, and, and also, uh, in which case, you know, like they're also their own damn man. In that case, the edge absolutely goes to the Tobey Maguire, Raimi Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire had to have help from new goblin to fight Sandman and Venom. Mm, don't, it, Tobey it, Maguire it, also had to fight new goblin, Brad. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know that it really yeah. counts. He, he had to have help. Well, uh, web Spidey, had to have help from Gwen Stacy. Yeah. To get Electro, too. Oh, no, it's Electro. <laughs> yeah. I, I, which, I, which, would, which would be pertinent if he said, hey, Brad, uh, let's talk about Friday Night Fights. But hmm. uh, since he's like, hey, George, uh, you know. So, we can open it up. Who we the fight doctor. We, we, would, we can open it up. I mean. Oh, we, so, we should. We, yes, we should totally get uh, inexperienced uh, amateur. Oh, whoa. Oh, I would actually agree with you, George, <laughs> that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the better fighter. And of stop those. fighting me. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> thinking out loud. JR, who's a better spider? Who's, who wins in a fight of all those Spider-Men? I never really thought about it. Uh, <laughs> Jr. doesn't give a damn. I don't know. I don't. And now he's back to being Walter. It's All about. Right. It's almost two thirty in the morning. I mean, All right. Yeah. All right, Mike. Um, if you can hear me. Um, yeah. I think uh, maybe. Well, I know probably Nicholas Nicholas Hammond would lose because he would lose his spider. You know, as a web shooters like he did in the all the movies. Remember that he always liked to lose them all the time. Like they yeah. always broke. And like, oh, and so, he's, so the rest of the time he's like only down to like one for, but um, what, what if you put the electric company Spider-Man in that fight? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, he, he, they, well, they wouldn't probably understand what he was saying. They, well, they would just be like, he would probably, maybe if he was like dead, he'd probably try to use his word balloons as weapons. That's funny. Zach, uh, Zach, who wins? Stop the presses. But I agree with George. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Toby Maguire all around. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Tigon5679. Hey, guys. JR with the whole Harvey Weinstein scandal. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, <laughs> way, wow. way to start it off strong <laughs> there. This, this be a hot <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein question off the top. With the whole Harvey Weinstein scandal this past fall and seeing various articles, magazines, and newspapers with the Weinstein's exposed title, it made me think of Norman being exposed as the goblin in the first pulse arc. <laughs> and could that storyline have been something more than what it was, or would that have been a better resolve during the post-Clone Saga issues before the 99 relaunch and sparing us the gathering of the five in the final chapter? Plus, the ending of the pulse story never felt like it synced up with the opening to Marvel Knights Spider-Man. Also, JR, I hope you keep the site up since it never gets old going back and reading your articles. If it wasn't for your alternate Spidey series back in 2000, I would have never known about What If 46 since I was always, I've got the hiccups now. I was always fascinated more so in high school with Norm being outed and jailed and looking for that issue led me to discover eBay. But JR, you made the kid find eBay. <laughs> I'm sorry that I've ruined your economic future. Holy cow. <laughs> eBay is uh 
eBay's treacherous. I mean, <laughs> I've seen my I've seen people go completely bonkers. So I apologize for doing that to you. Uh, the original question, um, for one, I never liked that post story, a uh, pulse story. I remember writing an article trying to justify it, but ultimately I, I never liked Norman being outed. I always liked it that he was able to, to, you know, function and, and walk among, you know, everybody and, and only Peter knowing the truth about him. I never liked that. I never thought of Norman as a Weinstein type character, but I think I hate to bring up, I hate to bring up president Trump because, <laughs> that that just like almost like a volatile thing, but Trump supporters don't care about what he's done. And I was just thinking of Norman back in the uh, dark rain days mm-hmm. that it was like, they didn't care. People didn't care. He was the green goblin. They just knew that he shot the scroll queen and he was, you know, the, he was keeping them safe and that's all they didn't mm-hmm. care that he was. And so I, I see that analogy, right? In <laughs> fact, uh, Norman would be more relevant now as that type of character than he would be being red goblin but uh yeah. mm-hmm. I, I never i never liked the fact that norman was outed i never did so mm-hmm. all right uh still keeping your website up jr yeah it's still up i'm still yeah. still paying for it i yeah. haven't decided to pack it in yet but i just don't know what i'm gonna do you you mm-hmm. i've given you this offer before you can bring it over to me if you don't want to keep paying for it i appreciate that spider sensei hey spider gang there have been several men that have voiced spider-man throughout the years in various cartoons and video games which voice actor to you is the definitive spider-man and which one deserves to rot in mephisto's realm forever thanks and have a good day Twitbub. Hmm. i've got uh, th- oh go ahead mike go ahead josh keaton comes to mind um Neil Patrick Harris actually did a pretty good, decent voice of Spider-Man, even he though did. it was an awful cartoon. He did. Yeah. He, he did a good, really good voice of Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I like mm-hmm. Neil Patrick. He, he, he was better. Yeah. I mean, I I liked him in the video game, the Shattered Dimensions yeah. game. I, mm-hmm. You know, he's just a fantastic actor overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has he has an immense range and an immense capability and things that he can do. He can dance, sing. He's funny. He's dramatic. He really is. I mean, like like if you can get him for something, he's he's pretty much a steal, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very very talented guy. Really, yeah. very, very talented. Uh, yeah. My my three are uh, Josh Keaton, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dan Gilvizian from Amazing Friends, and Paul mm-hmm. Souls from the sixties. Yeah, I mean those those. I think of those three voices in my head of Spider-Man. just because of the time frame when you and I were alive, Joe Mo, at the same time. You know, yeah. back when we were born. Um, and, and the way our lives have gone, uh, a yeah. lot of times, I mean, for the longest time, for like decades, every time I read Spidey, I heard, um, Gavizian or, um, yeah, Dan Gavizian. Yeah. Dan Gavizian. I, I, I agree for me. It's, it's, it's Christopher Daniel Barnes and, and, um, Keaton. Um, yeah. those are the two that, that, uh, that stick out in my head. Who's in your head, JR? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. No, I, 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 the first one I thought of was Neil Patrick Harris. I just, yeah. I just, uh, I, 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 I like, I, I Parker it. and Spider Man. Yeah, I, I like Neil mm. Patrick Harris. He did a good job. By, by the way, Paul Souls, what a great interview that was. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have watched that, but he was so nice. I did watch that. That was I, really I, fun. I had the pleasure of getting to talk to Paul uh, for, to yeah. help, while, while helping Brad with, te- you know, set up with some technical stuff. That was fun. Uh, he's an incredible guy. Very nice. And the interview was, uh, the interview went almost flawlessly. So that was, that was my biggest concern Yeah, uh, for Brad. Um, but uh, it went, we went famously. 
it's a great way to celebrate 500 episodes. By the way, nobody has said this, but congratulations on getting to 500. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I, well, thank you to everybody that's been on this show. I, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as somebody that's been here on since the beginning, it, it, that, yeah. is a, that is a watermark uh, achievement for this show. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, here's to 500 more. What do you think? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Vinkman, who I think is in chat right now. Still. So, <laughs> I think he is. Vinkman, uh, location, the Kenner Real Ghostbusters Firehouse playset. I like that. Woo-hoo! Ooh. To Zach, what would you say are your top five Spider-Man collected editions? These are not that are not Clone Saga or Spider-Girl related, since those would be the obvious answers for you from you uh yes of course um i'm going to go in order and i have i went on my book i ran to my bookshelf and i pulled them off my bookshelf uh number five brad will appreciate this mm-hmm. the Todd mcfarlane visionaries book mm-hmm. these nice. are this one's out of print um i think it was replaced with legends yeah there's a big omnibus coming or it has been out yep uh next up uh jerry will appreciate this one the Visionaries, John Romita Sr. Mm. That's a good looking uh, cover. Yeah, great cover. Um, love this cover. With, no, I love my covers. Uh, with What's on the back? It's uh, just a classic. Oh, just a Spidey 69. Yep. Well, that sounds bad. <laughs> That's from Spider-Man. Ironically <laughs> enough, if you look at the back of my, at my wall. Yeah. Crisis on mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Spidey 68. 68. Yep. Yeah. 68. You need to make up your bed. <laughs> <laughs> You've got dogs and books on it. All um, right. So uh, the next up, yeah. this one I know is out of print, but I know a new collected edition was was released. Um, is Spider Man Cosmic Adventures? I've got that. Oh, oh man, your spine is coming apart. But I've got that. Yeah, my my spine's bad. So I I, I love this. I love this thing. It, it I got it. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Benji, oh, your dog ate it. When my do- first got it, he chewed on the stupid. Oh, I was not happy. He got beaten. Isn't that the CGC? Whoa, did you say he got beaten? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Peter's going to not like this. And yeah, here comes the animal control coming in. Don't beat your dog. (laughs) Oh my God, you're you're legitimately a terrible person. (laughs) He was being sarcastic. Golly. Go ahead. What? Uh, uh, Oh, Hobgoblin Lives. Hobgoblin Lives. Love this one. Great, great, great. Great story, and it inc- also includes that uh, very underrated Goblins at the Gate uh, by, mm. by Greenberg and Stern. But number one, and if you are not a Mary Jane Watson fan, oh. or you are a Mary Jane Watson fan, I, I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I literally gave this next one to my wife and said, if you want to understand Spider-Man, this is the book to read. It's yeah. Why did it have to be you, Mary Jane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, and so after- she gave it back to you, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got it in the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and ironically enough, I know she didn't finish it. Oh, Her bookmark is still in here. Oh, wow. How far did she get into it? Uh, she got over halfway. What 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 made her stop? What story is made her uh, stop? She was reading. Um, she was reading. <laughs> this is hysterical. The wedding issue? <laughs> no, uh, it was past the wedding. It was um right before the engagement. Oh, oh that 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 spider slayer story. 
Yeah, the Spider Slayer. Yeah, story. I didn't like that Spider Slayer story. I didn't like the villain, but I did like the Mary Jane backstory stuff. Oh, the mm. annual? No, the the uh, Alistair Smythe's son. When they went oh, to when he was still at Pittsburgh and, and Mary Jane's family's there. I yeah. thought that was the annual. No. Yeah, one of them was the annual where he was, where that's no. when, uh, where Miss Spencer Smythe, uh, no, with Alex. With MJ on the cover yeah. and the suit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Alistair mistakes there, makes his mistakes MJ for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm flipping back to see which one it is. It is yeah. ASM 292. Right. Mm-hmm. Poor JR's just like, just get to sleep. He has another one for Ashley, but she couldn't be with us. Maybe Vinkman asks that one next month. Yep. Uh, DXD. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Is there anyone uh, else besides me disgusted at how badly the Hobgoblin is portrayed in the current books? He was the predominant Spider-Man villain of the 1980s, but he's been since reduced to being an easily beaten throwaway joke of a villain. I think, I think he's Somebody referencing the uh, Spider-Man recently. I think the Miles yeah. Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, because he yeah, apparently gets because he apparently gets punked by uh, Sandman and knocked off a helicarrier, mm-hmm. and we don't. And so, you know, some people. So just just retroactively think of him as like uh, the. Uh, oh, I don't know. Some, yeah, that, it's, that, yeah, that was not cool. What Bendis did to to yeah the Hobgoblin. I don't know. That's okay. It, I, yeah. A better writer will come along and fix it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really didn't beat my dog. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Mr. Metz uh, says, "How much does value factor into your grades?" So, do you think in terms of whether an issue is worth four bucks, or should price not matter because it's on digital unlimited soon enough anyway? Oh, that's, that's a, a good that's question. A, that's a very good for four dollars. I think we need yeah. more than what we get often. We have mentioned before that you know X book was not worth. The front, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, especially when it was written by a guy named Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked up so many single. Often, often with Spider History, Jr. talks about. I'm not offended since I only paid sixty cents. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, it's 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 the content versus cost. A, a kind of a ratio there like i mean if it, it depends on how much you're get, you're getting like when we say you get your money's worth thing um when you think of other things that are pri- like other forms of entertainment that are probably priced um around that kind of price range i mean yeah so you're you're what, what give me an example of something worth four that's on sale for four dollars like if you go to the bargain base bargain bin in the walmart <laughs> basically start digging out the yeah at least you're getting more than two hours worth the problem uh, is, it, was, it was with most modern comics because i was literally having this discussion on for a upcoming episode of of um on our on over on spidey dude radio network uh, of a sh- one of our shows and it, it's a 90s comic obviously and it took mm-hmm. it took the, the reviewer several hours to, to it was several 90s comics and it took us several hours to, to sit down and really read and digest because of the amount of content my was, god all that time wasted <laughs> it was it was it was a next we were covering a next so it was good stuff there oh the the MC two Avengers. I liked it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I did too. I did too. It was a fun little jaunt. For four dollars. Oh, sorry, George. I, I will say this: uh, the ten dollar issue, damn sure, wasn't worth ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's uh, that's one of the reasons I am not buying eight hundred. 
that 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 has got to be a trend that must stop mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or we're just going to keep getting kicked in the jimmy so <laughs> if you don't like ten dollar issues and you buy the ten dollar eight hundred you were part of the problem mm-hmm. jr how does the cost factor in for you well I, I think you pretty well summed it up i mean back when the old days when you were weren't losing a whole lot you could read it and it wasn't that good but you know it didn't bother you but now it's like i get personally offended oh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i paid mm-hmm. you know and like when you look at a mini series it's crap for example mm-hmm. four or five issues oh, yeah. and, you re- and you realize you spent 20 to 25 dollars on one overlong crap story uh the uh the the wrestling story the wrestling mini series i forget With what the great power learning uh, to, oh, learn, oh yeah. yeah or i thought you were learning to crawl no, oh, well, that was a bad. That was a bad. Oh one my gosh! That was, no, that one with the, the and the other one was the um, Amazing um, Grace. Amazing Grace. Oh my gosh! Awful. That thing was worst Awful. thing. One of the worst things I ever read. Prison um, math. Boy, Brad can yeah. Brad can probably go through his long boxes for the next seven to eight hours and uh, and calculate how much money he's just pissed away. On, mm-hmm. on on horrible limited you, you know i, I like stopped venom, like all those venom stuff <laughs> you know that that latest venomized i stopped oh yeah. i can't do it yeah. i'm done yeah i know yeah. you know you you know you've done you've done messed up when you've lost brad douglas i i can't well, I, I didn't buy that and i didn't buy he uh, will literally buy anything so if you've lost yeah. brad douglas there's nothing <laughs> you I, I also I your covers aren't any good anymore even <laughs> <laughs> I even didn't buy this Spider-Man teams up with in Wakanda miniseries. I couldn't do it. Well, oh, really? There was even that. When did that come out? This is the guy. Yeah. And Brad and I were having a little bit of this discussion the other day. This is the guy that says, I can't do, I can't do Marvel Legends. Well, if he, if he bought like three less miniseries a month, <laughs> he could afford a Marvel Legends. I guess. <laughs> Wolf Cypher location, taking selfies. That's selfies of shelfies. Oh, taking shelfies. What? That's selfies of shelves. What? Oh, got it. His location. I'll do it one more time. He's oh, God. Ta- he's taking, taking shelfies. Selfies. That's selfies, selfies of, shelves. of shelves. Okay, got it. You haven't uh, been using that basic reading book I gave you for Christmas. <laughs> yes, I'm up to the letter F, and tomorrow it's... You can afford comics, <laughs> you can afford comics but you can't afford hooked on phonics. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, Brad, what attracted you to the Hulk, and why are you a Hulk fan? Uh, one word, Bill Bixby, or two words, Bill Bixby. Yeah, <laughs> failed. They need to get their arithmetic in there now, Brad. Bill, Bill, Bill Bixby, uh, TV show from the seventies. Loved that. Um, I remember as a kid, you could come in at the half hour mark and at the last fifty minutes of the show and just see the best of the Hulk. And when I saw like the Hulk. And Spidey mm-hmm. together, and I was—I've always held a love of those two characters together, which is why I hope at the end of this month I go to the movie theater and I see Spider-Man interacting with the Hulk on the mm-hmm. in the Avengers movie. Please give me a scene, which I'm mm-hmm. fearful for that it won't happen because it looks like Hulk is down in Wakanda and Spider-Man mm-hmm. is in New York with Stark and and Strange. So I don't know if they're going to be in the same vicinity. But if you look at the new Avengers movie poster, mm. they're together. So I'm like, <laughs> anyway, uh, the Bill Bixby show. I love the idea of uh, the anger and Bruce Banner fighting it and stuff like that. So that's why I love the Hulk. Last question from Cheese Dick. North Hollywood, California to Brad and Zach and Mike. 
you're the new writer on Amazing Spider-Man. An editorial tells you that you have to cut the characters down to one alternate Spider-Man character. Besides Peter Parker, who will still also be in the suit and only one symbiote-based character going forward? And all the rest... Go away for good. Who do you pick to stick around? Why does there have to even be one symbiote character? Oh, I knew that well, was going to come out of his mouth. The, All right. The <laughs> symbiote character is easy for me. Yeah, um, go, go ahead, Mike. You, you answer first. I just stick with Venom uh, because, you know, why, why, you know, because everyone else like Carnage and stuff, I'm like, uh, you know, just so just stick with the just Venom and that's it. Um, the spider character besides Peter Parker. Oh, that's a little bit more of a tough one. Um, especially, that, and let's let, let me. And I had to clarify, and I, I want to clarify yeah. for the well, he's, But he's telling his stuff. Don't interrupt him. Let him no, go. No, no. I mean, you know, I mean, I know what Zach's getting at because I mean, as you're talking about like someone with spider powers, I assume like somebody like maybe on like a Miles Morales or Spider right. Gwen or something, or they, they can't uh, be supporting characters, and they can't be supporting characters. That's that's to me. Whereas the uh, that's kind of the tough part. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it, it's gotta be cause I mean, I can kind of think why the reason why, well, spider Gwen, I know she's some, got her fan base and everything, but she's, since she's an alternate universe thing, th- that's kind of easy to kind of just throw it by the wayside. Um, you probably could do miles Morales still. Um, and might as well, because he's got, I mean, after all, he's got, you know, he definitely has got, he's still got his fan base. Although there's still some issues about whether or not he's even still going to be called Spider-Man after Bendis. It's Bendis. <laughs> yeah. Spy D. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, but then you, I mean, would Spider-Woman even count? Because she's really not, she's not, has an spider, connection. Spider-Woman does absolutely does not count. I count now, yeah. So, I mean, does that, would that Cal qualify as this? Because even though she, yeah, but. So you, you have away, Venom and who do you got? Uh, Venom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I just had to go and hopefully just have a bunch of these spider guys and just drew a dart at it, uh, maybe Miles, I guess. I don't know. Zach, um, who, who are you sticking, who are you taking? I would much rather take two spy, uh, spider characters than once and have and eliminate the symbiotes altogether, personally, mm-hmm. um, because I think they're overdone. But to me, uh, I would I would keep uh, Carnage as a pro, as an antagonist um, because he's everything that Venom should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but my I, I, I thought about it for a little bit because I knew I knew if I didn't say Miles or. Or and I like Miles. I like Miguel. I like I like Ben. But to me, it, it, the most interesting layered character of and that you can still explore uh, is Kane. Oh yeah, that's right. um, and that's why I feel like there's more stories to be told. I feel like Miles's story uh, should have ended with with the death of the Ultimate Universe. Kane's just another it's just another flower based character. Another pancake. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, flower based character. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. It, my, he at least has some pathos though. That's the thing. I think what Zach's getting at. My uh, my vote is uh Venom Classic. Uh just take him back to to issue three hundred and go from there. That's just making him a psychotic yeah. yeah, that's the best Venom. The mm-hmm. the weightlifting uh, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to go uh, talk to Aunt May. That Venom. Not mm-hmm. the 
the venom went off the rails at the lethal protector area. Yeah. And around 93, he, he, from 88 to 93, he was a great character. Mm. And after lethal protector, it just went to crap and it's never recovered since. Uh, so, but I'd keep venom cause I like him visually and I like Eddie Brock potential, which has been 30 plus years of never reached. Um, miles Morales is my vote. I like him the most of all of them. However, he does not work in the same universe as Spider-Man. He's a legacy character who uh, is honoring Spider-Man's death and who co- uh, continues the legacy of Spider-Man, I think. I think he works better that way. I don't like him being called Spider-Man, and we also have another Spider-Man. But I, I like Miles, and I like Miles' book. And it'll be interesting no, to see. Here, here's the thing about Miles. His book has been not that good the last year. Mm-hmm. Actually, really, since, since since they since they launched the volume, it's been very mediocre. Um, it's it's so padded out. It, I can't tell you what happens in that book. What, well, with, a, well, with the exception well, of his uncle uh, getting the that the black suit with the yeah, tentacles and coming back to life, and it's just, they messed Miles up when they killed the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. Well, you also got to remember too that Bendis was, I mean, when he was probably writing this, he already probably decided he was leaving, you know, Marvel for DC yeah. anyway. So, I mean, how much, how invested was he in in this stuff anyway at that point? I, I guess though, the characters that I like better than Miles are Spider Girl and Miguel. And, and yeah. trust me, I struggled with Mayday. Yeah, mm. this question. But I, slot ruined Mayday so bad. No, you, didn't, you didn't struggle that hard. Everybody knew you were going to take a sack of flour over. <laughs> no, Come on, everyone knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Alas, that is the last question. YouTubers, would you like to ask the same thing? All nineteen of you before I think, we wrap I think up? the YouTubers are asleep. I think so too. They haven't really been talking that much. Uh, Let's mm-hmm. do final thoughts, Zach. Final thoughts, sir. It has been a very, uh, a very, very interesting it's been a fun um, night. series of ep- episode, episodes. I, fun, um, fun three episodes recorded back to back. I can't wait for um, the end of the month. I've already bought my tickets for Infinity War. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, looking really forward to it. Josh says Brad and George never told them what their favorite and least favorite Green Goblin stories are. It says Josh. George, you got one? Um, for me, it'll always be uh, the the best. Uh, goblin story will always be uh death of gwen stacy yeah mm-hmm. um there's there's moments defining moments for heroes and and this has to and and well-written books this has to happen every now and then the villain must win yep mm-hmm. it is it it has to happen the villain has to win sometimes this is what pissed me off so bad when they brought jason todd back to life yeah oh yeah I mean, it just it it burned me. Not only because I spent money on that damn nine hundred number to call in and kill that, <laughs> but also so because, you were the one. But also because the greatest thing that Jason Todd had done up to that point for Batman was die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a character and for everything else, and it changed everything. Batman for the longest time didn't want to work with anybody. He became a lot more brutal sometimes. I mean, there there was a definite change in Batman, and and everyone hated. Jason Todd to begin with. So you really didn't lose anything, but I was so pissed and they brought him back. The villains got to win. Yeah. So, so when you had the villain kill off the superhero's girlfriend, I mean, back in the day, that was, that was huge. JR, you, you were what? 34, 35 at the time. <laughs> I mean, what was going through your mind? I mean, like, Oh my God, this really happened. 
Uh, well, let me see. I, it was, first it was, let me put my teeth in. Uh, yeah. and then, um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, he's like, wow, she's dead. Really? Wow. Wow. You yeah, know, it, it doesn't get much game changing than that. No. And then when she didn't come back the next issue or two, it was like, wow, I guess this is, this is for real. So. And it wasn't just dead. I mean, like the dialogue and, and this is, this is the one good point of the Mark Webb uh, ASM too. The only part I liked was that a, a lot of it felt to me true. The, it, the way it uh, it was done in the comic, you know, where like he, right. he he's denying it at first. You you're not dead. Come on, move. You know, and then mm-hmm. like when it finally hits him, he just falls apart. But I mean, like Spidey was like, you know, you can't yeah. be dead. Come on, stop fooling. You know, and mm-hmm. it's um. I mean, it just it was it was just a really good story. Yeah, yeah it killed the Green Goblin off. But for me, the best story will always be the one where the Green Goblin got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gathering of the Five. Uh, for me, easily is the most piss poor Green Goblin story. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, holy lord! Uh, well, I mean, just wow. Well, uh, even even uh, the worst and crap dance lot is done, and that's dude, that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say this: I mean, uh, Revenge of the Green Goblin was an okay miniseries from a writer that usually knocks it out of the park in Roger Stern, but he had a crap sandwich to work with to get that the, to get the Goblin where he was kind of saying. I really can't disagree with George on that. I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with both your best and worst. I really, I, I, I can't think of a better answer. All right. Final, I gave Zach a final thought. Let me give Mike a final thought. What's your final thought, sir? Oh, well, this is certainly has been a very entertaining evening. And uh, seeing, seeing JR go to certain depths, I never thought he would go to. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's why we like him. Um, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I need lows. <laughs> Jr. Final thoughts, sir. Are you you're back better? <laughs> back better? I will. I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow night. <laughs> we'll see how I sleep. Oh, we're recording episodes tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how I sleep it off. There you go. George. Final thoughts, sir. Uh, I'm glad it's winding down. Uh, I've had two pots of coffee and a and a and a. I tried to eat half my weight in salad earlier, so <laughs> time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An event is about to occur. <laughs> <laughs>